6% of the population has regular access to the Internet. This is expected to more than double from 330 million to 730 million by 2020. The majority of these new users are joining from rural India, where presently only 17% of the population is online. The growth is fueled by programs like Google's free Wi-Fi initiative, Internet Sati, and the Indian government's own efforts to connect villages with optic cables. In another rural region, Bundelkhand in North India, there is little to no presence of Internet Sati or similar digital literacy programs. Here, a hyperlocal newspaper, Kabar Laharia, caters to villages that often have no other source for news. Their newsroom is all female, with reporters who are recruited from the communities they cover, several of whom are also from low-caste and marginalized backgrounds. These women are newly literate and, as of last year, newly trained in smartphone and internet use. The hyperlocal newspaper, Kabar Laharia, has recruited female reporters from several villages and taught them how to use smartphones and the internet. One of these women is Kavita, who was married at the age of 12 and fought for her right to study against a culture that had prescribed a very different life for her. She was the oldest person to enroll in fifth grade shortly after marriage. Now, she has a master's degree and is founder and digital head of Kabar Laharia. Kavita, like the majority of Kabar Laharia's reporters, goes only by her first name. Last names are too revealing of their backgrounds and lead to discrimination within the society. We noticed that even though people in Bundelkhand weren't well-educated, often only until fifth grade or high school, smartphone use among them was increasing. Every house has a phone, says Kavita. The world of the Internet is growing, Kavita says, and realizing the impact it'd have on Kabar Laharia's reporting and reach, Kavita and her team ditched their print newspaper entirely and moved to digital. We first hired a trainer to teach us to use smartphones for filming news segments, scripting, and sharing our reports with the team. And since then, the veterans train the new journalists on staff. Their reports are distributed to their audience through WhatsApp, YouTube, and Facebook. Since this move, more women are tuning into Kabar Laharia for their news than ever before. Over 30% of their readership comprises women and young people, when previously only literate and elderly men read the print edition. Despite the ongoing cultural tension that comes with the adoption of the Internet among Kabar Lahari's journalists, it has granted them more freedom and power than they've ever had. Rural India also has one of the worst gender disparities among Internet users in the world. Women face immense cultural barriers to access the Internet. In turn, the Internet breaks immense barriers for them. Generally, it is the men who own and control the gateways to the Internet, their low-cost Android smartphones. In Nandgaon, Manasi finds that sometimes men put up the barriers to the internet not out of malice, but ignorance. In the last year, Manasi has taught around 1,000 women in her district's villages to use the internet. She reckons she's taught 200 men, too. Getting women online isn't just about teaching them to use a smartphone. It's about changing women's thinking and men's thinking, Manasi says. When a farmer in her village refused to let his wife learn to use the internet, Manasi went to him armed with a search engine. I told him your crop is not doing well here. Let me find out how to fix it. As his crop started to get healthier in the following weeks, he started to realize that a phone in the hands of a woman empowers not only her, but her family too. In the weeks after the emergency cesarean, Manasi challenged herself to find more and more profound ways to improve the lives of women in her village. There had been an uptick in the number of women-owned small businesses in her district. 
More women were improving their crafts, particularly tailoring and production of preserved foods, but as always, sales were limited by geography. Nandgon is in a fairly well-connected district, not too far from a national highway, but historically there has never been a distribution network for such goods. If sales come, they're only from someone known to the seller, so stocks had started to pile up and money was not trickling in. But Manasi had a new network now. My internet family, as I call it, she says. The women she'd taught had in turn taught others in neighboring districts, spread out over a few hundred miles, so they set up a WhatsApp group. WhatsApp is the world's largest app for peer-to-peer -peer texting and communication. These women used it in a novel way, for village-to-village -village communication. Now, if a woman in their villages has, say, a dress she can produce, she pulls up a photo of the design from Google and sends it to the group. Women share her query with potential customers in their entire village.